0: Oh, well, here we f- go. <laughs> <laughs> Can we
1: start the episode off like that? <laughs> this is some of our thoughts. Hey everyone, it's Sarah in Quarter, and this is some of our thoughts. <laughs> Thank what god that? you said your name like that. <laughs>
0: Oh, ladies well, and gentlemen, we, we are, are gathered, gathered here, here today, today to get through this thing called, called life. life. <laughs> we both <laughs>
1: just did like the tree pose. <laughs> uh, Such what? a fun episode today, you guys. It's
0: crazy. Crazy.
1: Crazy, crazy. Here
0: we go. Let's go crazy. Um, Sarah and I have a uh, We, this one just happened. This one kind of made itself.
1: It did. Very organic. This one, the whole pairing.
0: Organic wine, organic name, (laughs) (laughs) organic guy. Um, Yeah. It's a, this wine is called Crazy Crazy. Mm -hmm. It's very special to me. Uh, I have the words Crazy Crazy tattooed on my ribs. Yes, you do. My Darien wrote them last time he was here, which was almost exactly a year ago. I had this bottle for the first time then. This is a German Riesling mm. Petnat. So <laughs> we uh, we've discussed Petnats before in the previous episode called Viva V with our friend Charlie who is the hey head winemaker at Sarah's work V and V, um, that that Petnat was Albarino specific. Yes, but this one is Riesling and Mueller uh thurgo
1: Thurgau. Cha cha. everything is a sneeze if you don't know how to say it
0: <laughs> oh god well so currently right now sarah and i are experiencing fall in texas which means the first rainfall <laughs> all year basically yeah. pollen 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 and we're both a little stuffy Blah. um and we both have Pretty bad headaches, but we are here because we were looking forward to doing this one so much today. I couldn't cancel it. Yeah, same. I took Excedrin. I got us coffee.
1: We I drank, drank a smoothie this morning. You did, Almost yeah. I was like, maybe if I drink something green, I'll feel better.
0: Did you put like bee pollen in it or anything?
1: I should have. See,
0: I had hot tea like all weekend mm-hmm. and I used um, like natural, like local bee honey.
1: I had local honey. Yeah. I did a lot of hot tea the last few days. It helps. It's one the of those throat. things where you're like, if I could just sleep for 3 days straight, I'll probably feel better, but Oh, but we
0: cannot. We can't. <laughs> we can't even take a sick day.
1: We're adults, ew. Ew, ew, ew.
0: And we're irreplaceable, indispensable. New uh, life. <laughs> so, I'm going to open this bottle so we can drink it. Mm-hmm. One thing about this before we get into like the wine making process or like more stuff about it, this bottle is so volatile mm-hmm. that I literally I I threw it in the uh, the freezer a little bit before I left the house today so that it was extra cold because it was going to get a little agitated and um, warmer in the car just from my house to Sarah's house to here, uh, which is a pretty brief little uh, loop-de-loop.
1: And when we say fall in Texas, it's still like 97 degrees outside. Like it's not like, oh, a brisk 72. No, it's still very warm. Hey, it didn't explode. That was perfect. Well, yeah.
0: Well, you saw it starting to bubble up, Uh but... I've also gotten really good at pouring it right away. (laughs) Um, So the first time I will post this, definitely post this on the Instagram whenever this episode comes out, um, because this bottle just will keep going. Like, it's like there's no end to it. It's a bottomless bottle of bubbles
1: and heaven. Uh,
0: it's heaven it is it's heaven It. it's so murky this is one of those bottles that changes with every single glass no two glasses will be exactly the same because of the sediment the different layers of complexity as it gets warmer um it will bubble over and there was um, a description on one of the websites that i found that says it will bubble over because it's crazy crazy yo
1: I was looking up a few different websites that sold it yesterday, and yeah, every single one had some disclaimer about might bubble over or will definitely bubble over. Make like, sure get it really it's cold. cold. Yeah. yeah. That's the whole thing. It's like, you know, don't look at it and be like, oh, it's just going to explode. Just get it super cold. That's how it's supposed to be. Y'all literally
0: had to put that on the pet net, the yes. Albariño label. It mm-hmm. says make sure it's chilled to whatever degrees Celsius.
1: Yeah. 45? 45. Yeah. 45.
0: Because- um or is that Fahrenheit? Oh. F- 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 Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit, yeah. Figgy Fahrenheit, celsius. Cheers. Oh God, it looks so. In our in our recording booth, we have this beautiful um mm-hmm. like yellow neon thing that says Rogue Media, and I I think we mentioned it during the Gulp episode too. But just holding my glass up. I'm gonna take a picture of you. Do
1: it. Yeah, the episode. My dumbass was like, "This is all everything's so golden," and you were like, "Dear,
0: Sarah, <laughs> sweet Sarah."
1: <laughs> There's a, a luminescent yellow neon sign behind you. <laughs> and it, I mean, I do forget about it though because I'm not facing it. That's right. I'm looking at a giant mammoth with he- with headphones on.
0: Yeah, you are. Cora.
1: <laughs> Cora. <quarter.
0: laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. So just one oh, or two. It smells
1: so good. Doesn't
0: it? We can talk about tasting notes first, because this one it just you get yeah, so many different up. things. Mm. I like to think I mean pineapple always comes to mind. Oh yeah. Um I think tree fruit is a pretty safe bet, but that's a pretty broad term. I feel
1: like a little passion fruit too.
0: Yeah, definitely tropical, kind of tropical fruit forward. Yeah. Um the cool thing about it, it's riesling and um they, they had a word I've, I wasn't familiar with, so I actually had to look it up. It's called autothnous white grape varieties. What's that? And it just means like very um, specific to this region of Germany. Mm. And I wrote down a few other um, that they grow. So that it's not in crazy crazy, but it's called the Huxel and Wurzer grapes which i'm not familiar with no when i get to work tomorrow i have this massive encyclopedia of wine grape varietals that i'm going to look up and like learn a little bit about because i wasn't familiar with those It's germany germany yeah from the renhessen region of germany and it's a little town called fionheim
1: (laughs) sorry y'all this wine is so bubbly i've taken a sip and just had to burp like eight times it's great you're
0: gonna hear a lot of um a lot of shit today from both of us because <laughs> I'm coughing up stuff. We're both testing negative for COVID, but
1: yeah, we're technically not sick. But I <clears throat> think it's, pa- it's uh, I think we're both really allergic to pollen too. Mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anywho, back to the wine.
0: So it kind of has like a a citrus pith and peel. Yeah, Then like it's not necessarily orange. It's not necessarily grapefruit or lemon, but. It's like a citrusy peel, kind of like how a blue moon tastes but without being like so sweet. It's a lot yeastier.
1: What's the giant fruit? It's uh, pomelo. Oh. Y- yuzu, maybe? Oh, yuzu. That's a good maybe one. Maybe yuzu. Yeah. Because it's kind of a mix between, because it's not bitter, but it's, no. it's just, it is It's the pithy part. It's not sweet either. Yeah. It's, it's not like dry... orange juice. Yeah. It's like an
0: orange peel. And then um, maybe, like, a little hint of, like, ginger or something that's kind of – Yeah. Right?
1: Ginger. <laughs> Go on. I don't know. <laughs> Let's say ginger because I think that – yeah, it's ginger.
0: And then it's, it is floral – and aromatic, but it's not sweet. Like it's,
1: you know, this is kind of one of those rare wines that actually I think tastes very much like how it smells. Because mm-hmm. you know, some wines are tricky. You smell and like, ooh, can't wait for this, and they're like, hold on, yeah, wait a minute. It takes you somewhere. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And this one definitely does. That's also how I think we don't have COVID is because we obviously have our olfactory senses oh, yeah. intact. Um, I don't know if that's still a symptom of it, but it is. I'm pretty oh, sure
1: a girl from work still can't smell. Poor oh, babe. Poor baby. I don't know.
0: Cheers um, to you. <laughs> yeah, honestly, because um, well, and what a shame to like have crazy, crazy, and not be able to taste or smell it because mm-hmm. it's such a sensory experience it has such a head in the bottle right now like even though we poured out two glasses for ourselves just now yeah um it's yeah, still impressive <laughs> and it's so murky because it got a little agitated in the on the drive over but it's so funny to like pick up a bottle off the shelf and see it be crystal clear and then all you do is just flip it over and all the bubbles and sediment will dance around in there So I wanted to tell a story about this version of crazy, crazy.
1: Yeah, please, please, please.
0: I had a crazy, crazy day at work. And when I say that, I mean, I had a little bit too much fun. Um, I was supposed to start inventory and I'm totally owning this now because it got done. But I walked into work (laughs) knowing it was inventory week. Like it takes, you know, about a week to do it because we have over 400 different things in the wine shop at any given time. So uh, my, on Tuesdays, we unpack our purchase order for the week, and it's usually the stuff I've ordered from the previous week based on sales plus whatever new stuff uh, we've gotten in and my boss sends over for me to put on the shelves. And I saw a box that said Marto on the side. Marto is the producer. Okay, so la- this <laughs> one, I mean, I'm like, I don't even um, – I'm trying not to get myself in trouble too, but I I literally opened the box with, I like whipped out my corkscrew with my foil cutter and just ripped the box (laughs) open. And it's a new label. One thing I've realized too in doing research, they change the label every year.
1: You sent me a photo of that moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, I did, yeah. And I said, uh, it was Frawn Power and Crazy Crazy. Yep. And I said, I'm not getting anything done today. <laughs> I literally bought four bottles of Crazy Crazy that day, and every single person that walked into the wine shop got at least one free glass of Crazy Crazy on me. So sweet. And uh, it was just the most amazing day. I attracted some really incredible, like, powerful things to have happened. Oh, you
1: sent me a video.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, I did. Uh huh.
1: Should I play it? I don't know what you say. Um, I Maybe was a, a little unhinged. No,
0: because <laughs> I was, I had crazy eyes and I had crazy, crazy <laughs> eyes get a picture though. That is. And it was with, that was my third iced coffee of the morning. <laughs> 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 so, um, I think I just manifested, I was like, this is going to be the best day ever. And it was, it, I texted you and Darian and I said, this was the best day of my entire life. I had a friend that I hadn't seen in a really long time, shout out Erica, just like stopped by the wine shop, totally out of, like she doesn't even live anywhere near Waco. It was a really, really great day. So um, the next day, one of my favorite regulars, John Kennard, walked in and he goes, is it still crazy, crazy up in here? (laughs) And I was like, oh man, I started (laughs) something. So um, the previous label last year was this beautiful burnt um, how do you?
1: It was like the. It looked like the label. Someone had lit the label on, on fire. fire, and then like was like, "Oh shit!" and wafted it off. But yeah. it was, you know, intentional. Of course, it was really awesome, and they
0: were all different, very vari- variations mm-hmm. of it. So um, I
1: forgot about it until she was like, "Don't you remember?" Then I was like, "Oh, oh I yeah, do I
0: have pictures of it?" Because those those were so cool. Yeah. So um, this one is just. It's the same shape as the rock that they're known for because apparently in under German law, Martin Warner, who's the, the head winemaker, is unable to put the village name on the label. So the rock is a nod to Fionheim and it's a uh, characteristic sandstone that they're known for. So every single bottle of Marta will have the same shape mm. with a different pencil or charcoal etching of a rock on it. And this one is the same shape. It's just made out of leopard print.
1: I love this one.
0: It's so great. Mm -hmm. And then the one before the burnt label was like this really cool, like red and purple and pink, um, like painting that had these really etched, like scratched, um, that said Marto. And then it said crazy, crazy. Like someone had like (laughs) digged into like the earth and, um, (laughs) dug into the earth, my bad. But, um, God, wow. I could talk about this wine for a minute.
1: This wine is still, the bubble head on it, the mm-hmm. head is like half an inch still.
0: Yeah, really. And it <laughs> hasn't, she's still hanging. Um, it's really interesting too that I think it's worth mentioning the ABV changes with every vintage and it changes drastically. I was going to
1: say, this is pretty low ABV. Yeah, it's I only know it had changed.
0: 95 Mm-hmm. But the previous vintage um, that I'm referring to last year was 11, no. and then the first one that they ever made was 7.5. Seven. 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 That's like a peacock.
1: Yeah, I'm glad they upped it. <laughs> yeah. <honestly. laughs>
0: but like even nine, like I mean, it's you know that's still
1: very low ABV, but it's so. I mean, it's honestly very chuggable. Like you could drink this super fast, but it tastes so nice. I I don't wanna. No. <laughs> I don't wanna. <coughs> Pardon me. Mm,
0: so Delicious. Delicioso. Um, and I think it goes really, really well with the food that we had uh picked. Yes. For this particular one. We we went back and forth on it a little bit because um there's a couple different av- avenues we could have gone down. But um in doing research for this bottle, I noticed how many times it said Thai noodles. Mm-hmm. Over and over and over again. And I love that we arrived at that independently on our own. Yes. And the, the
1: ginger note just now tasting it. That's why I was like, you know, uh-huh. that's it. Yeah.
0: It ties in. And it that together. really
1: ties ties in. <laughs> oh,
0: God. <laughs> Oh, and really quickly, we really, really because Prince is our artist for this bottle. It, he has to be, it has to be, has to be. But um, we tried really hard to figure out what Prince's favorite foods were.
1: Oh, the weirdest shit popped oh, up. Oh, of when course you it does, because
0: he's a nut. <laughs> but I think that Prince probably ate a lot of Thai food. Don't you think?
1: I hope so. Did
0: Prince drink? I don't know. I'm sure he has, but like, I don't know if he because when he's sober. I don't
1: really know. If, I've never looked that up. If there I is just a heaven, am fascinated by the rest of his life. Wow, what a cra- what what what, yeah. what kind of person do you have to be to where like your life is so fascinating you don't even know if they drink or not. That's Ooh. right. Ooh.
0: Honestly, well, because like all of the stories <laughs> that we've heard about him all exist like in the wee hours of the morning. Like yes, playing- it's always
1: like yeah, like one a.m. was one time.
0: And like he, he took Dave Chappelle and Eddie Murphy roller skating, and then they played basketball at like 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. with Questlove, and then he played ping pong <laughs> with Jimmy Fallon in the middle of the night. Oh, dude,
1: that story was killing me. The ping pong story. One zip. <laughs> the fact that... Okay, okay. Should we do the food now, or do you want to talk about Prince?
0: Well, I just... I wanted to say the thing about him not drinking, whether or not we know he does, like... If there is a heaven, Prince is there. Oh yeah. And if if he was so inclined, I just would w- I would think he would love this wine and like be sipping it and like looking down on us right now.
1: I can picture him holding this bottle with like the big cheetah print mm-hmm. um, and it's, like it's him his
0: double breasted like purple like <laughs> velvet suit and yep. like that crazy hair. hair. Yeah, I
1: love it. <laughs> oh, the doe eyes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ask Bowie.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> I'm Ask dead. Your boy. Okay, Sarah, go
0: off on this food for me. <clears throat>
1: okay, so when we were talking about let's do like some kind of Thai food, I texted Carter. The first thing that kind of came to my mind was pad Thai. For many reasons, one, it's one of my favorite foods, and I realized I haven't had it in a long time, and it made me sad. And, we also but, have
0: never done noodles really, except no, trinity pesto.
1: Exactly, and then I was like, well. is is pad thai like too basic? But then I started researching it more, and I'm like, you can make it super basic, but you can also make it very authentic.
0: Yeah, and it's supposed to be very rich and filling.
1: Yeah, so I found this recipe uh, from, his name is Jet, it's either Tila or Tyla. He's an American chef. Um, He was on a bunch of those Food Network shows like Iron Chef, Uh, I think he was on Chopped. I might have gotten that wrong. Anyway, he's basically a celebrity chef. And his recipe for pad thai just sounded really, really delicious. And I was watching an interview with him the other day on the Drew Barrymore show, I believe. And he was actually saying that his entire lineage, like his like mom, his mom's mom, like their family, were one of the original families to kind of bring Thai cuisine like to America. And I was like, "Whoa, that's cool." How long ago? I'm not quite sure. He didn't specify, but he was like, yeah, my family was like part of the reason like Thai cuisine is kind of found all over America these days. And I was like, well, then buck up. Your Pad Thai better be great. Um, <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> so this recipe, it's kind of his most authentic recipe, meaning like, you know, when you order Pad Thai at a restaurant, you can order your choice of protein. They give you, you know, either like shrimp or chicken or beef or whatever. This one has a combination of different um, different proteins. So. You're going to need the pad thai sauce, and the recipe for that is four tablespoons of Thai fish sauce, four tablespoons of sugar, three tablespoons of tamarind paste, one tablespoon of fresh lime juice, a tablespoon of unseasoned rice wine vinegar, (coughs) and then one tablespoon of sweet paprika for color. And it says optional. And so in the interview that I was watching, he said the paprika element... Is mostly for color because he said when they started bringing Thai food to the Americas, you know, Thai food can be quite spicy.
0: And Mm -hmm. yeah,
1: Yeah. and it's kind of like, you know, Thai food is a little bit spicy. So he said growing up, they made it super spicy. So like the other ingredient after paprika is two tablespoons or teaspoons of chili sauce like sriracha, gochichang, something, you know, with a lot of heat to it. He said a lot of times, kind of in honestly more like chain restaurants, they will kind of skip out on the true spice level and just add a bunch of paprika for like a color thing. And I was like, well, that's lame. We're going to use spice. Yeah. And he was kind of agreeing. He was like, I like it spicy. You know, traditionally it is quite spicy. But if you're, you know, if you just can't do spice, use paprika. So at least you get the right color.
0: Typically, there are different levels of heat that you can ask for in restaurants too, right? For sure.
1: Yeah. And then for the pad thai, you're going to need three to four cups of medium width rice sticks soaked meaning the rice noodles you find in the store. And he had a really good tip when I was actually watching him make this in the video. And he said, a lot of people, not a lot of people, but it's very common for folks to not properly make the rice noodles correctly. He said, all you want to do for your rice noodles when you're making pad thai, at least is, you know, they're really hard. They're noodles. They're hard you know noodles he said you want to soak them in a warm water for just a couple of minutes so it slightly softens and then you want to take it out really quick mm. like so they're going to be harder than al dente still because when you actually start throwing everything into your big well, wok Well they tenderize or pot, right yeah exactly yeah. cuz you you'll keep your noodles on the bottom so they get steamed as well oh yeah and that's why i've done this in the past actually years ago i would make pad thai and then i'm like my noodles are like falling apart and i can't like you know it wasn't one long noodle it was like segments and it was just a weird texture Yeah, I don't know. I actually learned a little bit from hearing him say that. I was like, oh, I probably overcooked my noodles to begin with before I put them back into the dish. It's still going to continue cooking. Yeah. Uh, Okay, you got your noodles. Two tablespoons of an oil that you're going to cook with. Three to four cloves of garlic, roughly chopped. A half cup of Thai-style baked tofu, sliced, which... You can pre-bake your tofu if you want it a little more on the crispy side, or you could use raw tofu that's going to soak up all the juices. It's up to you. Um, this is what I thought was cool. One teaspoon of dried shrimp, which I've never seen that in any Pad Thai recipe. Neither have I. Yeah. Um, one half cup of chicken cut into thin strips in like one inch lengths, two large eggs, four teaspoons of packaged salted turnip minced, And in the video I watched, salted turnip is essentially like a pickled radish. She said, like, the interview I was watching, he used a pickled daikon radish. Mm. And Drew Barrymore, too, was like, oh, okay. Because I've never thought to put that in uh, pad thai either, which was kind of cool. Eight shrimp, peeled and cleaned. A cup of bean sprouts. A fourth cup of dry roasted unsalted peanuts that are crushed. Three to four garlic chives or scallions. And then one lime for garnish. So first you're going to make your sauce. So get a small bowl, stir together the fish sauce, sugar, tamarind paste, lime juice, vinegar, paprika, optionally, and chili sauce, and set that aside. Um, Then you're going to make those noodles. You're going to soak the noodles in just a little warm water for about, um, cover them after you have them, you know, kind of submerged. Heat a large cast iron skillet over high heat. Add your oil and coat the skillet completely. When the skillet starts to smoke, so it's going to be pretty high heat here, add the garlic and cook it, stirring for about five <coughs> seconds. Excuse me. Then you're going to add the tofu, the dried shrimp as well. Cook that until they begin to soften, three to four minutes. Then you're going to add your chicken pieces to cook, stirring till they're no longer pink, of course, one to two minutes. And then push everything on the skillet to one side. A lot of people will be like, Oh, I have to cook something different. Let me take everything out of the pan and then put it back in. That's ridiculous. Well it
0: informs so much of the flavor if it you does. leave it to cook together like when you're making sausage gravy to just like yeah. make the gravy in where you made the sausage. Exactly. Yep. Yes.
1: So push all the protein aside and then you're gonna crack your eggs into the oil and let it let them set until they're like half cooked. About thirty seconds, and then you're gonna slightly scramble them. Combine the remaining cooked ingredients in the skillet, scraping the bits from the bottom before they burn. And then you're going to add three cups of those drained noodles and cook them, stirring until softened, about two to three minutes. And you do want to reserve a little bit of that, the water that the noodles have been sitting in. Mm
0: -hmm. For the starch. Yeah. Yeah,
1: So then you're going to add the salted turnip or, you know, your, um, I just lost my mind. (laughs) (laughs) A pickled, pickled daikon, um, and shrimp. (laughs) Cook until both the chicken or shrimp are at medium doneness, about a minute. Add the sauce. Fold together until all the liquid is absorbed. Then you're going to place half the bean sprouts, half the crushed peanuts and the garlic, chives, or scallions in the center of the noodles, and then spoon some noodles over them to cover them and let them steam for about 30 seconds. If the skillet does seem dry, you can add a little bit of that nodal, nodal, noodle, soaking, <laughs> <laughs> noodle soaking water transfer to a serving plate and then he said it's very traditional to serve everything with a banana leaf circle just like for a visual oh that's cool i know and then garnish it with the rest of the bean sprouts the peanuts and the lime yeah i would have never thought to put like banana leaves either but i love thai food i know and Ugh. i can't wait to try it like that's the recipe um <clears throat> yeah to try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah to try it with the crazy crazy. I still think it's going to be so good. I'm going to have
0: to save a few bottles of this just for us for future reference. Um, Okay, so the cool thing when you said radish, I realized I had something in my notes that I didn't mention. Um, They have biodynamic principles that they apply in this vineyard, but they're also not like solely biodynamic farming because it's a very very specific set of of guidelines that you have to be, like Joey said in the flaws episode, to be considered organic as like a legal definition. Right. Um, but the first priority in their uh their vineyard is soil health. Um also I, I think it's worth mentioning that the first vintage that they ever produced was in twenty
1: seventeen. Really? So it's
0: a very young he's a very young Aww, guy. Good for them. Right, right. And it's a very young vineyard. But um um they they cover they use cover crops like radishes, beetroots and turnips to mm. uh help prevent soil erosion on the slopes and That's the, cool. so the roots will literally hold the soil in place. Aww. Isn't that awesome? That's cool. And um they have really steep slopes so that that helps prevent the soil erosion and then the sheep's they use to cut all the grass. Sheeps. Sheeps. Sheep. Sheep. Uh huh. And um, <laughs> there's no tilling at all. They just literally let the sheep do their thing this out there. Awesome. Um, so when you said radishes, I was thinking like, oh cool, yeah, there it is again, like yeah. coming back, you know, full circle. Meant to be. I think so. And um, it's a really Sandy, slopey vineyard apparently, mm. but um, if you want to get into Prince, I I also <laughs> remember <laughs> I'm just so excited. I to know talk me about too. Him. Um, on Crazy Crazy Day, I literally had Kiss playing in my head the whole day. Mm,
1: so good because it's
0: just such a fun song to it dance is. to, and like I don't have this on vinyl yet. We're going to acquire it, and I know Kiss isn't on the album that we picked. But still, but it's Prince. Yeah, <laughs> and um. And this, it just goes together so beautifully. So I'm excited, Sarah. What is your favorite, like, thing about Prince?
1: Oh, I mean, I've always wanted to be him. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Long story short, I, I grew up listening to Prince because my mother always loved Prince. Yeah. I think my dad liked Prince fucking love prince that's right everyone loved prince moms especially though Moms especially and
0: i cannot blame them no i think he, we know what's funny he and david bowie died with it and that's not funny but they they died with <laughs> i was it. like what oh i'm so sorry yeah that was an unfortunate uh, i set myself up for failure in that that's sentence okay. structure but um he and david bowie both passed away within a year of each other yeah and there was a tweet that happened somewhere um you know, in that time frame after Prince died, that said that they both changed the way that people viewed masculinity.
1: Yes, that and original like androgyny.
0: Yeah, totally. Like
1: mainstream, all over the universe. Oh, and undeniable. Respected and he, so respected, so respected,
0: and and he could just do anything he wanted to do. I feel mm-hmm. like he. He was very spiritual and talked about God a lot, and he even mentioned him yeah. in some of his music. But then he also wasn't like this Christian, you know, spokesperson because right. he lived his life. Yeah, and he was spontaneous and wacky, crazy, crazy, and zany and crazy, crazy. <laughs> and he was so fashionable and so wicked. I mean, we haven't so even talked amazing. about his talent yet. No. For God's sake, this is just like setting him up, like. My father and I will watch um, YouTube videos on his iPad, and this is just like our little thing that he'll he'll pull up some videos I've seen 40 times before, mm-hmm. but it makes him happy, and I'll just stand behind him and rub his shoulders, and we always watch like the George Harrison tribute um, in the Rock and Roll Hall, and Fa- Hall of Fame. Prince played... While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Oh,
1: my God. I've seen that. And
0: I think everybody needs to, if you have it. And if you have, just watch it again because it'll make I you... cried. Oh, it's. I wept. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: not, not
0: even gently either. No. i fucking bald. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's crazy because I think George Harrison's son was on stage and he was just standing there and he mm. was like playing, you know, along. But like Prince just walked out and ate that. Mm-hmm. He ate it. And, like, it was one of those that, like, you, you just let him play for however long he want. He's yeah. gracing you with his presence he at that point. He makes his own rules. He does. <laughs> Always. The, um, I forget what Super Bowl it was, but he played I in was Miami. was to
1: say. Oh. And
0: it started raining, and they were all concerned. And Prince just, like, in his little Prince way, kind of mm-hmm. turned and was like, can you make it rain harder? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Wait, I mean- is that the he had the twins
0: yeah with the those twins. eight inch heels mm-hmm. and the none dancers. of them worked out
1: nope
0: and i mean i'm sure you were probably watching them very closely because sarah's a yes. dancer and Aww. they it was ha- had to have been seven or eight inch heels and it yeah. was slick you know like it, it was, was raining it like was crazy. pouring and prince just said can we make it rain harder <laughs> and i was like i mean when i saw a documentary on that i was like oh
1: <gasps> He was so unfazed the whole time. And then when he played Purple Rain, yeah. the crowd, too, was just like,
0: wow. I mean, can you imagine I being there? No, I can't. I even think he he did a cover of the Foo Fighters, The Best of You. Yeah. And in uh, there was some, it's like a little three or four minute YouTube uh, mm-hmm. thing that was about that Super Bowl pr- performance. And I, I don't think he asked permission or anything. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did not. Like, but like, I'm Prince. Yeah. <laughs> bitches. I do what I want. And Dave Grohl probably saw it and was like, Thank you, Prince. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but, truly. He just
0: it's like Prince wants to do your song and it's like uh-huh. you, Yeah. You do whatever please. Prince wants
1: to do. Yeah. Whatever he wants you to do, you also do it. That's right. Yeah, Jimmy Okay, so <laughs> we were laughing at our each other's houses this morning about this we were watching this uh episode of Jimmy Fallon. His like print stories. Because mm-hmm. we've heard other people's print stories like talking on Jimmy Fallon's show about prints, but this was Jimmy Fallon's like print story. Mm-hmm. And you'll have to help me if I forget anything. Oh no. Apparently he was coming on the show and then one of the things he wanted to do was he wanted to play ping pong with Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon was like, Okay, yeah, yeah, sure, we're gonna a ping pong table. Yeah, whatever. And then, like, his people called, like, hey, he doesn't want to do ping pong anymore. So Jimmy was like, okay, fine. He doesn't have to do ping pong. Yeah, whatever. And then they, it was, like, back and forth, like, seven times. And then Jimmy was like, okay, how about we just, like, get a ping pong table. Yeah. We'll put it here, whatever. And they're like, well, he doesn't want anyone to see him play ping pong. And Jimmy was like, why? <laughs> and he was like, okay, whatever. Just get him on the show. We really just want him to play music. Literally. Beyond that. <laughs> He can do whatever he wants. Like as long as he wants to play something, that's we'll figure it all out, right? I'm
0: dead. Yes. So he
1: came on the show. Didn't even look at the ping pong table. Apparently, never brought it up. It was never spoken of again. And then this is where I'm a bit foggy because Lucas was in my face. Um, did he? Did Jimmy get a call about? Yeah. Here, you continued. He remember?
0: he called Questlove or his people <laughs> called Questlove and said Prince wants to play. Jimmy in ping pong and he had just had his daughter Winnie the night before. <laughs> the
1: night before.
0: And Quest was like uh okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like what do you say with Prince wants something?
0: Right. and I mean and like at this point I guess they had been going back and forth about this ping pong situation for a while. Yeah. And Jimmy was like why does he want and, he, and apparently <laughs> Quest was like well, poor Jimmy Fallon. Prince just thinks Jimmy would be fun to play ping pong with and it's like okay. <laughs> And it's like, God, I hope I'm good at ping pong at that point, like. Yeah, when Prince calls, you answer. Mm -hmm. So I think Susan Sarandon (laughs) apparently has a ping pong bar in New York called Spin, and it's like right by 30 Rock.
1: You know, there used to be a spin in Austin, and I never got to go because it closed like during the pandemic. Sorry, super side note. No, I I remember. I went
0: there, yeah. Um, Yeah, Does Susan Sarandon own
1: that one too? (laughs) I don't know, y'all. I fucking love ping pong, also. Honestly, I grew up playing like ping pong tournaments with my brother and my dad. Like to the point where they're in the garage of my childhood home, there are like holes in the wall because my brother (laughs) would get so pissed because my dad was not like oh i'll let you win you're my kid he was oh, like no. hell no motherfucker he's a I'm troll a win today yeah, <laughs> like a we playing him. i play to win and <laughs> i get that from him 100 anyway ping pong love it continue why have we
0: never played ping pong i don't
1: have a table i don't
0: either but i'm going <laughs> to get one <laughs> well, that's
1: why <laughs> we need
0: one on the back porch of the ranch house we
1: need one somewhere it's also like a spacing issue i never know where one could live
0: that's true ping pong paddle
1: mm, i love ping pong
0: ping pong paddle ping pong pong paddle (laughs) okay okay so long story short jimmy goes to this ping pong club to play prince and ping pong and he he walks in and he said i didn't even know what to do but the the (laughs) woman at the front was like are you here to see prince and he was like yeah yeah and she was like follow me and they like went into this back room with like all these curtains and Mm -hmm. she said he was just standing there and he was like you ready?
1: And his double lapel a yeah. <laughs> uh, blue. I think it was like a blue velour suit. Oh, yeah. God. You ready?
0: You can just picture him in heaven just like standing there like,
1: mm-hmm. If I Let's go to heaven, this. I hope I get to play ping pong with Prince. You will. You're definitely. If definite. there's a heaven, me and Prince will both be there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Take him a
0: bottle of Crazy Crazy for me. I will. Because oh, I'll what? be in hell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going You're to You're going to be there too, Carter. Mm, cool no. enough.
0: But, um... Okay, so they play ping pong. Apparently, like Prince just whoops his ass because like he's not gonna do anything. He's not expert at (laughs) one zip, one zip, and then Jimmy said like the lat he goes he goes game point, and then like serves wins everything. And then he Jimmy said he turned around.
1: He, yeah, he said, Prince, like, you know, when you hit the ping pong ball and it goes, boop, 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 it bounces. And then the last hit, you know, when you have certain point, you just you can't hit it back. Yeah. So the ball, I'm assuming, disappears behind all these curtain walls. So Jimmy's like, oh, I'll get the ball. Let me get the ball. Gets, you know, goes, looks for the ball, grabs it, turns around. Prince is gone. In a puff of smoke, probably. Mm-hmm. Prince is totally <laughs> gone totally, totally gone. Oh my god, I'm
0: just dead at laughing because you could just envision this so clearly. And so apparently Questlove was late. He was like running down the block, but like Prince was already in the car and he was at the red light and Quest like runs up to the window and he's like, yo, 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 what happened? And Prince just lowers the window and in his very Prince-like way just said, ask your boy. And then like the window rolls up and he drives off, probably in a purple Prince car. I
1: hope so. (laughs) to be Dead. prince. I'm just going to live my life from now on pretending like I'm prince.
0: Yeah, I have very prince like energy.
1: Yeah, I think we could get a lot of shit done. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cuz it's it's is it different than diva energy? That's what I want to know. I think so. I think so. I think it's very specific to him and his cuz I've never heard a story of him being unreasonable never. or unmanageable or unruly or hard to work with. Like mm-hmm. that's that's kind of my connotation of like divaness. Me too. Like a little like, bit difficult.
1: Yeah, like
0: uh, like a Mariah.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: I'll own that. Mariah's fans can come for me. That's fine.
1: They only come out at Christmas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am. That.
1: That's right. That's right. But or like she's a, defrosting right now though, so like
0: <laughs> prepare yourself. <laughs> I'm ready. Bring it. Bring it. Oh my God, Sarah, that's amazing. I'm just saying. So yeah, that's our combination for today. It's just like the crazy craziness of this Riesling Pet net with our Thai food and, and our Purple Rain.
1: Also, I'm going to have a little mom snippet in here. Go for the it. The first track on this album. Oh. Or this vinyl is Let's Go Crazy. Yeah. You guys. I have a one-year-old, as we all know, who is crazy. Who? Oh my God, he's so he's crazy, crazy. <laughs> he is crazy, crazy. Oh, I hope he's the next prince.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's on his way. Well, Ryan's a fabulous guitarist, and I'm sure he he'll is. grow up learning how to play. He will.
1: Anywho, okay, so he's been obsessed with the movie Sing 2 lately, with all the animals that sing. I love and, this song. Yeah. shout out ryan um all the animals are singing and like playing in a show whatever whatever the very opening track it's all these animals they're in like an alice in wonderland theme show but they're the song is let's go crazy and they're all singing it so like it's an amazing song of course and now i'm like seeing my child freak out because he loves it and i'm just like he does not know this is a Prince song, but I do. And it's giving me, like, so much joy. Just, like, the full circle of all that. I think that it's is, like, so fun. the
0: most reactive I've ever seen him to any one part of any movie.
1: Yeah, he loves it. He
0: has his favorite movies, like Moana he and does. Luca. He loves the ocean and, like, Sunset the ocean. Colors, which is very much, like, Sarah's, like, like vibe in her house is, like, deep very oranges warm. and blues and yellows. But this part of this movie, Sing Two, this child will dance and it's really really cute he does cute.
1: <laughs> he tries so hard we'll get a video of him so we can put him on the insta <laughs> if you want to yeah um oh the tracks let's go crazy take me with you the i would die ones. for you oh so good computer blue darling nikki when doves cry oh my god Mm-hmm. I would die for you, baby. I'm a star, <laughs> and then purple rain, and then purple rain. So good, so good.
0: <laughs> I think um, the other like one tiny little Jimmy Fallon uh, Prince story is when they had the SNL fortieth reunion. Did oh. you ever see that? I it was alive. Um, it was on a Sunday, but I think it was like 2014, maybe. It was like middle. Like almost 10 years ago now, um, which is crazy. Um, They had this giant after party that that's another video Mm -hmm. worth watching because it's like a 10 minute recap of Jimmy just talking about the after party. And he is kind of like the spokesperson for NBC at this time. Like he's the host of The Tonight Show, which is obviously like their biggest late night show. Um, he was on SNL forever. So he's worked with all these people before. And apparently the after party was really interesting in the sense <laughs> that they had a stage with as many instruments as you could imagine, but they didn't have a band because there were so many musicians in the, that were invited and that were in the audience that they yeah. just like assembled, like the roots were obviously there cause they're on Jimmy's show, yeah. but like quest was usually, you know, behind the drums and then like the rest of the roots players, but the, like Taylor Swift was there and got up. Miley Cyrus got up. Um, That's so fun. I'm trying to think of some of the other people, but Prince. When Jimmy Fallon describes this, he said Prince walked into the after party and it was like the crowd parted, and he <laughs> just hope. levitated and like floated <laughs> across the stage and the or the room, and then like made his way up to the stage <laughs> and goes, "Let's go crazy." Yeah. And then he played "Let's Get Crazy," Aww. and then I think he just disappeared again. <laughs>
1: Okay, honestly, now that I'm hearing more stories, that's my favorite. It's my new favorite thing about him when he just disappears. That's what? Amazing.
0: Honestly, because that's such a flex.
1: You're done. Just disappear. Like you're no not gonna one, talk to nobody.
0: No one's gonna top that. They saw
1: you. Yeah. They heard you.
0: They saw that. Bye. They heard that. <laughs> Believe it. So good. Oh,
1: good times. All righty, you guys. Well, I had fun. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go watch Prince videos all day now and weep. Uh, No, I'm gonna celebrate. I'm gonna drink crazy, crazy, and probably make pad thai.
0: I think he would want us to celebrate his life, though. Oh yeah, like oh yeah, Prince. I I, like. I don't want to be disrespectful, but like, we gosh, obviously, just adore you and cherish everything that you've done for us. Yeah, and if you want, I will like make a little altar shrine to him with (laughs) a bottle of crazy, crazy, and just like let's have a
1: toast to Prince. Toast to Prince. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening, you all. And as always, grab your favorite record, get your favorite glass of wine. Let's have some fun. Thank you for listening to some of our thoughts. Let's go crazy. <laughs>